welcome to Jersey Arts the Podcast. I'm Susan Wallner. If you're listening to the radio in the Princeton area, you may come across the university station WPRB. With shows called Clean Your Room and Random Acts of Music, it's definitely unlike most of what you hear on the radio. One of the longtime volunteer DJs is Marvin Rosen, host of the Wednesday morning programs Classical Discoveries and Classical Discoveries Goes Avant-Garde. Marvin also puts together the occasional special program, including one recent 24-hour marathon featuring 21st century women composers. He has a doctorate in music education from Columbia, and he teaches at the Westminster Conservatory of Music. On his show, he plays a lot of little-known Renaissance and Baroque music, but his passion is new music being composed in our own time. You were just listening to a musical plea for peace. The Arabian Passion According to J.S. Bach by Vladimir Ivanov. In our performance, you heard the Lebanese vocalist Fadia El Haga along with the modern string quartet and members of Sarban, conducted by Vladimir Ivanov. Music once again, inspired by, well, Bach's music, Arabic music, and jazz. Again, that was The Arabian Passion According to J.S. Bach by Vladimir Ivanov. I met up with Marvin in WPRB's basement studio on the Princeton campus. He was in the middle of a special show called Sacred Bridges, featuring contemporary spiritual music relating to many different traditions. www.wprb.com Welcome to a special edition of Classical Discoveries. I am your host, Marvin Rosen, and we'll be with you today until 11 o'clock. Thank you so much for joining me. So I know that when I was on my way in today and listening to the program, I heard you play a Buddhist piece. Oh, wasn't that gorgeous? That is uh, just gorgeous. And apparently that's a traditional Buddhist chant, but it arranged in kind of a modern way, you know. And uh, I've done that. I have an, a real mix of things today, as well as items for the Easter holiday and pieces of Jewish inspiration and even playing side-by-side music by the same composer inspired, one by Jewish and one by Christian. When I did those two pieces earlier of Alan Hovhannes from the Shepherd of Israel, one movement of that, which he, Hovhannes, wrote in the early 50s for the newly founded State of Israel. And then I followed that up with a movement from his Easter cantata. So I, I think the important thing is just to illustrate that music brings us close. It brings us together. And in the show today, I'm doing that. And I really try to show that every week when I'm on the air by playing these works from many countries that we don't associate with classical music. And I hate that term, classical music. To me, classical music is a period. And unfortunately, as a person who teaches Classical music is associated, I think, too much as music of dead composers, you know, because it's of the period. And we have to start realizing that music is very much alive today. Music for the concert hall, music for various ensembles. Many composers have been inspired by folk, jazz, rock in their works that they're writing for your traditional ensembles and soloists, you know. I feel very strongly that we need to 
try to get the message of music more to the future, our young people, you know. And I think by using more of the works written today, that's going to help do it. You know, I, have, I teach at the conservatory full-time at Westminster, and I have a student who I was, she's working on a new piece by Valentin Silvestrov, the Ukrainian composer, and it was so neat because when we were working on the work, when it was over, she, it's called Hymn 2001, I believe, to Hymn 2001, and she said, gee, when this was written, I was seven years old already. Very encouraging, you know, just a good feeling, you know, to put all this stuff into the experience, you know, and make it relevant to the young. How do you find these pieces? Well, I guess I find these pieces, it's kind of a sickness, uh, luckily, we have a wonderful thing in our world now known as the Internet. And there are many music centers in Europe and other countries. There's the, there's the American Music Center here, but there are music centers in Europe, plus many other countries. You can search, you can just go on. Contemporary Lithuanian composers. Something will come up, you'll find there a music information center. You can listen to music on it, and you can link to other composer, your composers. You can then go from that to their website. The amount of, I have to say, incredible music out there being written all over the world is just endless. And personally, I feel that we are living right now in a very, one of music's very exciting times. But people have to be aware of it. You know, they've got to be aware that as great as Mozart and Haydn and Beethoven are, and they are great, and I'll never say they're not, we've got to start thinking about, about today more. We've got to start supporting our living composers like they did hundreds of years ago, which I don't feel we're doing enough. So you're saying that contemporary, what you might call contemporary no. classical music, I don't know, what do you call it, but do you think that it has a bad rap? Oh, absolutely. Oh, absolutely. And, and I mean, so many of the works being written today are very accessible. You know, people start listening, they think, oh, a new piece? Oh my gosh, what is this going to be? You often, it's something really special and worth listening to. So it seems to me like you're on a mission to promote new music. Do you even call it new classical music? I don't even like to call it classical. I like to call it new music, just simply new music, because I find the influences cover all areas in this music, from rock and roll to um, jazz to ethnic music to whatever. I mean, I think the way we can learn so much about countries now, too, is to see what they're doing in music, not only by the sounds, but their inspiration about various events in their life, in the life of the countries, in the history of the country. I mean, for example, where but in Australia are you going to hear a concerto for didgeridoo orchestra? have to have a passion to discover, which is, goes back to the title of my show. You just have to have a real excitement 
you know, I go to certain stores and buy used CDs. In fact, there's the one right here, the Princeton Record Exchange. They have many CDs that they're one dollar each by composers you never heard of. This is my treasure chest because I'll find gems amongst this stuff, which is very difficult to find. And through the show, too, you know, I've been lucky because many composers have contacted me, you know, and uh, it, it, would you be interested in my works? I'd love to have a perform, you know, I'd be interested in just letting you listen to it, you know. What do you feel like the reaction to your, to the music you play is? Uh, what sort of reactions do you get to it? Basically, in simple terms, I get the reaction, I didn't know music of our time could be so beautiful. That's the nutshell. And I hear that over and over again. It's very exciting, you know, to do this and receive some very positive feedback from people. Again, this is our future. Do you ever get people who say, oh, that's just too different. Why do I want to hear a saxophone playing Bach? Or, or do you ever get that kind of like old school reaction? Honestly, I don't think I ever have. People are ready for a change. People are ready to discover new things. The classics are great, but it's time for new. It's time to move forward as we are in the 21st century. It's time to support our living composers from literally all over the world. And I'm just going to keep doing it until as the word hopefully keeps spreading. So tell me about your show when it's on and uh, what kind of music you can expect to hear. Well, I mean, I'm on Wednesday, 5.30 to 8.30 which is the, cl the traditional classical discoveries, which began 13 years ago. And then I'm on 11 to 1, also on Wednesdays, 11 a.m. to 1 p.m., with more avant-garde music. However, when I do avant-garde music, I like to start the show with things like just sort of out there, and then to try to make a link. You know, I won't, I won't, uh, I play a lot of, quite a few, you know, people that are alive now, of course, but also some of the classic composers, people like Karl Heinz Stockhausen and Zanakis and Boulez as well. And that's music you don't get on the radio under normal circumstances. What is it that keeps you doing this? WPRB is a university station. It's uh, done as a volunteer. This is a big job with a lot of preparation involved. What is it that keeps you doing it? A simple word, passion about what I'm doing. I'm given the freedom to do what I want here. If I was told to do what I'm supposed to do, or if I was given guidelines, even if I was paid, I wouldn't hang there. This to me is much more important. This is our future. And you're not gonna get it anywhere. And that's the whole thing about this station in general is that you hear music that you don't hear anywhere else. And that is where our focus is, and this is what makes us special here at WPRB. For more information on the arts in New Jersey, visit jerseyarts.com. 
For more information on Marvin Rosen's program, Classical Discoveries, visit WPRB.com or classicaldiscoveries.org. Jersey Arts the Podcast is a production of State of the Arts, NJN Public Television's award-winning arts program. Watch it on NJN1 and NJN2. Check airtimes at njn.net or watch individual stories online anytime. This is Susan Wallner for Jersey Arts the Podcast. Thanks for listening. The New Jersey State Council on the Arts is proud to co-produce State of the Arts. The New Jersey State Council on the Arts, encouraging excellence in the arts since 1966. Additional support was provided by the Geraldine R. Dodge Foundation, supporting cultural, educational, and environmental initiatives that make our world more livable.